I'm Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Didn't know if that one was going to make it. <laughs> I feel Minnesota. like that's what you say every time. There's, every time it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, this is going to be different. I got, after you've been sick, you always are so, mm-hmm. you never feel more fragile. You never realize of just how our voices are a muscle. Mm. and how they do have to be like loved and cared even for someone who's a singer for so long i tend just to forget of just like how delicate and fragile (laughs) our our, our voices can be and i don't know what it is but something about being sick in the summer is somehow worse like in the winter it's like it feels par for the course that your voice is all (laughs) messed up right but like in the summer you're like ah everything should be like Poppin. Yeah. I don't know. And on on and poppin'. Yeah. Well, you know, in the winter you can get to put the scarf around your neck and have mm. hot beverages. And then here, you know, if you do it in the summertime, girl, it, you look like you're yeah. like on a cleanse of some forth and so on. And I'm not I'm not here for that. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling, Damika? I'm feeling I'm feeling really I'm feeling much better, which you all know, because once again, through the the magic uh, of uh <laughs> podcasting, I've been really freaking sick and despite multiple negative covid tests i don't know i'm still suspicious Mm, yes who knows who who knows as long as it's not monkeypox am i right girl so you briefly mentioned monkeypox the other day and i was like oh yeah i heard this is going around and then of course as per nerd usual i'm like well i gotta take a dive into this because it's monkeypox girl what is wrong with this world I want, I want off. I'm done. I am absolutely done with this world. (laughs) Yes. Well, in the world of animals impacting humanity, humanities impacting animals, um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a page from that book to talk about today. I wish people could see like my pantomiming. No, 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 I'm not the right medium for pantomime. But it's perfect. She's literally taking like a page, like with her pin- pinching index fingers and like laying it across our book, like an old editor of like the original printing press of putting the paper down before she rolls over it, the ink, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what they say? There's no medium for miming like podcast. <laughs> So today we're going to we're going to explore that world a little bit. This also can be filed under nostalgia being brought into the popular consciousness with various remakes that are happening all the time or sequels or what have you. Oh. Don't want to talk about the sequel. I think it came out. It must have come out. I think it already came out, but I don't go to the movies anyway. <laughs> It's on the clock. I would like to spend, and I can give a little bit of like a caveat to like focus oh. us it okay. within this huge, huge franchise. So we're going to spend 10 minutes talking about Jurassic Park, but yes. I want to sp- focus specifically on feminism and Jurassic Park. I'm All here right. for it. I some of my first memories of Jurassic Park was seeing it in Blockbuster. Mm. So right, it was a right classic, there. classic cover. It really, really was. And I remember even our local Blockbuster in our hood 
Jamaica, what's that. Blockbuster for people who are too young to oh, know what that no. is? Oh, no. A Blockbuster is the reason why y'all children even got the Netflix. Y'all need to <laughs> thank the dead bones of Blockbuster because pettiness is what gave you all Netflix. <laughs> There was, um, we used to, back in my day, when a new movie came out, you had to wait like six months. I don't care what anyone said. It was six whole long months for it to come to VHS to where you would have to then get in your car with your, with your folks, drive to the store and go rent them, borrow them like library books with the, the intent to return them. But you also got charged if you did not physically rewind them. Mm-hmm. So you would have to do that. VHS were like big cassettes. You don't know what cassettes are unless you're a hipster. Uh- <laughs> I love how you just keep digging these holes these, of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to be like, and a car is a thing that you get into that was killing the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, like, I'm like, and popcorn was a colonized snack. It's like it was just <laughs> happy to keep going back and back. Yes, but yeah, yes. I remember actually, you know, seeing it. And of course, you know, at our time, when did the original one come out? What year was 92, that? 93? So we were like no, second. Maybe right? it was earlier. 93. 93. So we were, we were kids. We were like seven, eight years old-ish in that. But of course, like that was such a ripe age for loving dinosaurs. And I think that's why it was just, even though it was a grown movie, I really enjoyed it. But I, you know what I thought was really interesting as I, as I got older and could enjoy it a little bit more because all kids have like, it's one of the very first like few fascinations, right? That kids have one of the first real obsessions kids have are is mm. dinosaurs. And I remember watching it, I think finally in an in class. No, I think I watched it at home of thinking like just how badass like this female scientist was. I remember thinking of just like you didn't really see that a whole mm-hmm. lot for me personally. I'm just thinking like how cool it was to have like this kind of uh, dynamic within it. So I don't know. I think it was. And of course, I loved puppets and I loved the animation of it. Um, huge nerd. I think I probably watch the making of Jurassic Park more than I probably end up watching the original Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What was your uh, what was your first intake of of it? Yeah, you know, I was never a dinosaur kid. Uh, mm. like I I missed that bus. I was like a star kid. I was an astronomy kid. Oh, I wasn't a, a dinosaur kid. kid. Yeah. Mike um, is a planet kid. I have a planet <laughs> kid. I love I love that. Yeah. So I I don't think I was drawn to it the same way. My younger sister though was obsessed Mine and she too. had never seen the movie. <laughs> So that was that was a an awesome thing in our household and she like loved it. So we did eventually watch it and I think I felt similar. I thought Ellie was like the coolest character. Mm-hmm. Um like she was so badass and so like like knew a lot and unlike a lot of female characters who like even when they know a lot they downplay it, she never downplayed it. Mm-hmm. She was always there and like not afraid to throw in her what is wrong with you? There's a bunch of poisonous plants here and you picked them cuz you thought they looked nice. Like mm-hmm. so I I, I was a big fan of Ellie, and 
Yeah. And and I like the dinosaurs, of course. And I like the fact that the dinosaurs were like female, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought that that was a cool detail that I was I was really into. Well, I think by by having that, I think we have this natural, they brought in like the natural need to like have protection, right? Mm-hmm. This natural of understanding of like that, that fierceness. Because I think just by putting in that little note, you're just like on oh, the dinosaurs, female dinosaurs and i think it was just very it's funny that that became almost like an unspokenness of like the in, the uh, intensity of the ability to hunt uh, mm-hmm. the veracity of of the payback and yeah. uh, <laughs> a little bit saying about the amounts of the, of the the violence what i thought was so interesting of just equating it they didn't have to go over a long list of like because this animal is female because of what we're we're taught basically within you know animal kingdom that of talking about like there were they were the protectors, often the hunters, incredibly incredibly intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taught that within the animal kingdom, like you know, males have these these vast ceremonies and things they have to do in order to be able to mate. And talking about like this privilege of being able to be with the, this female in order to pre- like preserve their species, and then not realizing that women's job of preserving their species is sheer protection. Like yeah. that's their job. And I thought that was so that's such an interesting uh, point to call out within the movie of just like it is a it's a female movie. <laughs> it's you know, it's yeah. And, and to your point with Ellie's character talking about it is a delicate balance of women not being ashamed of their intelligence of what they have and coming off like bitchy and whiny. Yeah, like and which like every person, every a female has every right to be that way. But I feel like we are still. I still feel like we have showing off those characters who are incredibly intelligent can hold very much their own of them coming off in a way that's very like know-it-all and aggressive and grinds up against you to where even some of these first ones are just like no they're just confident in knowing their shit like that's how it manifests because if a man act this exact way it would just be exuding confidence so i I think i just never really thought about how well that character was balanced the last time i watched this was actually a couple of years ago for New Year's Eve in England, I think. <laughs> nice. I think, yeah, I was like, but it was bunch, with, with my, uh, obvi- you know, with a bunch of English folks watching it. And I think we were just having some 90s nostalgia, but it is, it's deliciously nostalgic. I love it. Yeah. To your point about the balance with her character of not coming off as too, like, cocky or bitchy or whatever, I think... A big reason for that is because you already have the cocky character within the trio, right? The mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum character, Ian Malcolm, is so cocky. Uh, like, Ugh. rightfully so. Like, super smart, super all those things. But I feel like you can forgive that more in a male character than you can in a female character, which, which says a lot about how we as a society treat women, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. always that balance of, like... You have to be smart, but you can't come off as too smart, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think Ian Malcolm is allowed to be that. Mm-hmm. Ellie would not be allowed to be that and still be a likable character. Yes. I was about to say, I think she very well could have been, but then her, that would have not been her role. And the worst part is you need likability for believability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's also really, really, really tricky of just like, how am I going to believe this person? Follow them, root for them. But I mean, we talked about ever so slightly and, and having more div- um, complicated characters and like antiheroes of they don't necessarily have to be likable, which is why I still think we find more antiheroes, more 
unlikable characters that we're still low-key still rooting for, I think still being more male, because you're right, I do think they get an allowance more so than women. I don't know. But Jeff Goldblum can honestly get away with murder. <laughs> he can get away with a lot, that guy. What a weirdo. Really what a and delightful he, weirdo he is. And he does. Not only can he, but he absolutely does. Because I just think it's like, I love when someone just, as the older they get, the more just more delightful kookiness that is just out there. I'm like, you go ahead, Jeff. I'm 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 here for it. <laughs> totally. So the newest Jurassic Park is starring the original trio. That's crazy. Yeah, which I think is cool. It's cool to bring them back. And I haven't seen I haven't seen this whole run of Chris Pratt Jurassic Parks. I haven't um, either. Because I I don't know. It's just as the dinosaurs get digital, I'm less interested. <laughs> That's what can, it comes down to. Can we talk about it, though? I thought I was like, I thought I was being an old fogey. I'm just like, I need them to know that there's a person inside working their head. Like, I don't. I Is that weird? No, I don't think it's weird. Think about, and here's an abrupt pivot, but think about the success of The Mandalorian. And it's mm. because Baby Yoda was an actual puppet. And I feel yes. like so many people connected with Baby Yoda because there is magic in puppetry that it does not exist when it's completely computer generated. I just need you to repeat that a little louder <laughs> for the people in the back making all these damn remakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that said, I think I would be interested in seeing this latest one just mm. to see those characters back again. I heard that Ellie's character has now moved on to dealing with like climate crisis, which seems totally Ooh. on brand for her character. So Here I love it. it. Oh, that's going to be. Yeah, I, I've too also kind of stepped away from from the new franchise for reasons. But this will be exciting. I wonder what they're going what what their direction will be that that storyline and. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be sad that I would not be watching it for dinosaurs. Not that that was my thing, but you're right. Like some of that kind of magic of cinematography will kind of be gone. So I'm really hoping that the storyline is really meaty enough to carry the movie. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see in 10 years when I watch that movie. <laughs> Because somehow, even though Blockbuster's gone, Redbox will be around and you'll go to a Redbox. <laughs> God, even Redbox is dying out. And I feel yeah. like so many people don't even have DVD players anymore. Yeah, that's weird. Which, once again, we'll have to explain what all those are later. In right. <laughs> and I'm just, and I don't ever watch DVDs. I'm just too lazy. Like, I don't know what, how is that more work than like spending hours scrolling through the eight different streaming services? I don't know. <laughs> But girl, you already know. I feel <laughs> speaking of a dinosaur, I feel because we have DVDs, ones that we've just collected from, you know, my husband and I 10 plus years together. All the thank you, Hastings, and your bargain bin for keeping us entertained yes. in the early days of our relationship. But I, I do very, very much feel like they're just taking up space now because when's the last time outside of Studio Ghibli ones, do I actually go searching for them and look to buy them? Do you know, like, I just right. don't anymore. So I feel very like they feel like dead weight. And but I don't want to throw them away. Right. I don't want to give them away because they'll just be tossed away. So it's just I wonder if this is how it felt with VHSs of like, what do I do with these now? 
Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, before we go, favorite dinosaur, Damika. Ooh, ooh. You know, you're. This is going to be ridiculous. You ready for this? It's so basic. I love uh, Triceratops. Three reasons. Uh, one, <laughs> three reasons for my love reasons. for the Triceratops. Okay, yeah, I exactly, love it. Exactly. It was uh, Sarah was one of my favorite characters in the Land Before Time movie. Uh huh. Right. Right. I love that they're giving me like low squatty vibes. Like I'm short. I'm also very wide set and squat. And I felt I, I'm just like you're an omnivore with a lot of power, a lot of attitude and just like they're different kind of hunting rituals and things about looking for food and also like rooting. So it's giving me like pig vibes, which I also kind of like pigs. And three, my daughter has a stuffed triceratops, the name Wahaha that she absolutely loves it's like her her first real toy her first true love and so I, it's sentimental so i love 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 triceratops so there we go for the three what about you oh i have like a top three i don't have a three reason <laughs> for liking them but i have a top three so i like a stegosaurus gotta nice. love the back plates I love a pterodactyl because gotta have a flying dinosaur. Mm -hmm. And I love a Fukui raptor, which is Ooh. from the uh, prefecture I lived in in Japan. There are two dinosaurs who were found there Fukui raptor, Fukui saurus, and Fukui ken. So I have a soft place in my heart for, for the Fukui raptor. I used to have I a love. super cool mug that was one of those that like had a Fukui raptor on it. And then when it Ooh. heated up, it was just the bones. Oh, that is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it broke. But if I ever make it back to the dinosaur museum in Fukui Prefecture, I got to get pick myself up a new one. <laughs> But honestly, like, have you seen like photos of like like micro the micro raptors though? They're like the size of like so a chicken. Cute. So I'm, cute. Like, I would get one of those now. So don't don't breed them. Don't do not breed them. I will get no. them. I will not no. have any self control. Having chickens very much feels like having dinosaurs. <laughs> like if you anyone who has spent a significant <laughs> amount of time with chickens can see that they are related to dinosaurs. For and, sure. Um, that's that that's what uh, Danny the dinosaur lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Let us know your favorite dinosaurs. We will be back next week. I'm like, when when is this? I we'll don't... be back. We'll be back soon. We'll be back yes. next week with something. Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll be I don't we... know what day or time it is, but yeah. next Tuesday, look for us in your feed. Yes, exactly. We we look forward to it. Just trust. Just just trust. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Out. <laughs>